The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any organization that they may represent or be affiliated with. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Listen Up. I'm Al Neely. And on the other side, we have my man, Tom Cook. Say hello to everybody, Tom. What's happening, everybody? All right. Today, in this episode, we're going to talk about how should a modern woman speak to her her mate in order to get her desired goals. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a little take that we're going to run. And after we let you guys uh, hear this take, we'll start talking about it. All righty. All right, here we go. When you talk at a man like you're on his physical level, he's going to revert back to defending himself. I'm not listening to you because of the fact that you're te- you're talking to me like you're a man. I got one quick video just wanted to show from Ayana Van Zant where she explained the difference between a masculine woman and a feminine woman and how you respond to your husband. You put Ayanna Van They're allowed to do what you do. They sleep all day. They don't they well, don't come out back. of the room. They So let me set this up. So she's basically doing a I guess a counseling with a married couple. <clears throat> and she's gonna point out the flaws in regards to how the wife speaks to her husband. Children, the ones that I did not create. They're allowed to do what you do. They sleep all day. They don't, they don't come out of the room. They, they don't do what they need to do. Hold up. I want you to come over here. I want you to watch this. Let me show you something. Go sit over there. He's like, go sit over there. I have a little concern because here you go. your sons are not demonstrating that they are learning to be the kind of man I know you want them to be. The softer side. They're going to demonstrate the kind of man you teach them to be. And I'm not really sure what to do about that. Can, can you hear me? <sighs> That's how you do that. The woman has to talk to her man to get him to move the way she needs him to move. All right. Nurturing. Yes. So. Absolutely. What do you think about that, Thomas? Uh, so that is do so, you uh that's why I'm I'm in theater, man. I, I really believe that if something cathartic about imagery, about energy, and about motive, when she deferred in a capacity of listen, dear, you know what I mean? That all of a sudden the, the energy turns around like we want to help our women. We want to help our spouse. We champion to do this. Let me fix it. That's what men do. But we also can do this if you come at us like this. Why so, do you think women think that is an effective way to to approach to get, get yeah to get, get, get what they something want accomplished? Usually, where'd that come from, Tom? It's learned behavior. Unfortunately, that means that mom or auntie had battles with someone and even if it's with them 
it's like fear factor. If if I um if I I need to get your attention because you're not listening to me. Yeah. What they don't, don't know responsibly is they're not listening to you because you you are ranting at yeah. this point. So it's I, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's intimidation versus influence. There you are. And I feel like yeah, I, I feel like most people, I think we live in a place in American culture period where it, they think intimidation is probably the most effective way to get something done. So if you want to steal the gold from somebody's country and minerals, yes. <laughs> okay. Or enslave yeah. their people. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I think we've gotten to the point where we've lost that. You know, you can, what was that saying? You can catch more flies with uh, honey than you can with more bees with honey. Oh, more bees. There you go. Okay. More bees. See, see, I've forgotten it. It's all right. It's been a long time, boss. It's all right. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) It's been a long time. I'm Mr. Default. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, that is definitely, uh, that's where we live today. Well, you know what's interesting, Al? I think that because 70% of at least uh, urban households are single parents, Practice makes perfect. So if if mom and dad had a kind of either id ego scenario or a very cooperative scenario where where dad was looked upon as the champion, as the the head of household, not because he was dominant, but because he was the umbrella of protection for everybody. And in today's world. Because there aren't a lot of dads in select homes, there's this, I got to be strong. I got to be tough. And it carries over into that next or new relationship. And the guy is sitting there looking with his head sideways, trying to transmit what she's putting out. And it's not really working as far as I can see. You know, if anything... Adding to the the manner of divorce, number four is poor communication, extremely poor. And it, it, men don't do a lot of talking. Let me just be candid. So we are at least one half of that broken communication. But if you know how we communicate, if you know our love language, it means a hell of a lot more. Bless my wife knows how to tone it down to turn me up to a point of getting something done. It's just what it is modeling. Gotcha. Yeah. I have to say that I've seen in in various cultures, Mm -hmm. the moms in households, some of them can be pushy. Some of them can be naggy. I don't know if those are the same things. However, I still feel like there's just an extreme lack of communication and understanding because it does cause you to have resentment and I feel like sometimes if you if you get a guy that doesn't feel like you're listening to him, wow, or you're not sensitive to his needs, I do believe that there's going to be issues with him thinking that the grass is greener someplace else. That someone's coming at him from a standpoint of yep. kindness, yep, listening, yep. Man, this is you hit you just struck gold. Yeah, you just it, struck gold. It, it, it's tough <laughs> in so many ways. Al, you struck gold, and um, this is a tough one to say. But there has become a new normal within, at worst, African American culture, right? Where 
It's almost like attacking as opposed to conversing with your mate has become the new normal. And what you said about cultural, I'll, let, I'll give a vivid example. I'll just responsibly, I'll say the, the Asian community with respect to how there is a certain level of submission to the man's authority of which he gets affirmation. Okay. Right. In the black culture, especially in modern times, you ain't getting no respect. You're like, well, I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> That's the first or second thing that when there's a sign of trouble, I don't have to listen to you. Either I don't trust that what you're saying is valid, or I can I think I can do it better. But even in that capacity, what Aliana Van Zant demonstrated in, in another scenario where she changed positions was a scene right. of another video that you and I watched right. and demonstrated the difference of tone, okay? The difference of contact, even a subtleness of looking him in his eye and almost like a hand on the shoulder, like, dear, I need you in this way. That's, man, you know, I'd paint the <laughs> ceiling and the garage with that kind of stroke as opposed to, damn, you never do anything. <laughs> you know, right. what were you doing all day? How come you didn't just do it? You know, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Hey, it, it makes some brothers step out. I'm just sad to say it like that, but it makes them, they, if they're not getting that respect and affirmation, resentment is like climbing up to top of mind. Yeah, and I think it comes down to being able to understand what a man wants and what a woman wants, what's priority to them. Um, and I would have to say most men, probably in their top three priorities would be respect. Yep. So what's, what's number two? What do you think? I, I don't know, <laughs> but I, I, let's just say uh, I, I can tell you. Well, how about for what, you? You know, what makes you feel affirmed, comfortable, even more either masculine or uh, energetic in order that you want to perform better? Jeez, I don't know, Thomas. I don't know if I have a number two. You know, I I think number one is it, and then everything else is there. Everything else falls. Yeah, let's uh, probably just communication, brother. That's why I asked. Probably put you on the spot for a reason. I don't know. (laughs) This is okay. You know, this. You know, we're doing this. A lot of this is I'm learning as we're doing this. Sure. I got to tell you, I've learned quite a bit about other things and other people and myself. So I would probably have to say I got one two for me. Okay, what's yours? And, and maybe that'll wife, help she's, me. She's, she's there, I think. Now, number one is respect. It's like that I'm being heard. Okay, when I do voice uh, an opinion, then that opinion is at worst respected. She gives me that. That's perfect. But number two is affirmation. It is a hug when you come home from work. How was your day? And a kiss. It is being sent out like you could conquer the world. I think that those two for me makes my lifestyle worthwhile, so to speak. It's like, you know what? I know why I'm doing three or four things simultaneously. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's times that I could just like, even like a day like today or whatever, I, I could be asleep other than the podcast. You understand what I mean? But I got oh, other things. Oh, you could be sleeping. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my okay. god! 
not all day, but you know what I mean? Mm. I can catch a, 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 a snooze here and there. I got you. But we got other plans because uh, we're living for legacy right now. You are, I am, and and most men who have that type of thought pattern of entrepreneurship. Right. You know? When you see a woman and they've been aggressive, they're aggressive in their behavior, in their words, and their words are violent. And they deeply deep down inside they, there is some love there what do you think that is do, do you think that's a learned behavior or if you you think it's a defense mechanism um and you'll see it's where good. i'm going once you ask once you answer the question good. well i think you hit the the 1a and or 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 2b because we wouldn't know unless we were able to dig deeper into their history right you know, we could, I can assume that initially I would say learn behavior. Right. If you, if you grew up five, seven, eight, maybe 10 years old, where everything was a hurry, everything was, if you don't, I'm going to beat you. You're going to live a very anxious life. Right. And inevitably you will actually uh, foretell your story verbally by telling your kids, nobody ever helped me out. You understand what I mean? Right. There are plenty of parents that live that and tow that line forever. Nobody ever helped me out. Which is not true. <laughs> you know, how soon we you, every, everybody helps you. The, everybody around you helps you out. So you, we forget, yeah. good brother. If you had a hot shower, somebody helped you out. That's right. Right? That's correct. So, but if I can be in defense of many people, often... You don't, well, not often, but pretty much none of us, you don't choose what household you're going to grow up in. You know what I mean? And environment. So if there has been some trauma, the best thing you can do is call a a Dr. James George or Dr. Tina Scott or Dr. R.G. Allen. I'm giving credence to three professionals of family therapy that I know and trust. You get in contact with what really is going on in your subconscious. Because usually it's it's much broader than just you and that person that's sitting in front of you. What's yeah. your feeling on that? I think that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned is that when you get angry, mm-hmm. when there's anger introduced into a situation, and it's usually because of fear. Right. So I believe it starts with what you said, the household, the learned behavior, and then the trauma. And then it manifests itself as you're you continue to grow through adolescence and then you become an adult. And once that takes place, I feel like women, you know, you get married, you have a family, your goals adjust, you know, your desires adjust, then it becomes fear. And um anger is is just a, the fear of not knowing what's going to take place and not knowing how to react. So I don't think people understand how that works and they can't express it. So, you know, these, this is some of the things that I've learned. Give an example of fear for the audience uh, of a woman in fear. You mean fear of the person leaving them? You, you, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm talking uh-huh. about an aggressive woman uh-huh. that might, you know what? We have a, a snippet with, Dr. Van Zance, where she shuts a woman down for being aggressive. Okay. You, you want to hear it? You think? Sure. 
Let, let, let's put that one on. From your kids thing. I pushed her. I slunk her this way. I slunk her this way. And I put her in a headlock. Because if I'd have hit her, I would have hurt my sister. Do you understand what I'm saying? So my kids did see me throw her from this room to this room to this room. And finally, I'm tired. I'm too old to be slinging you across here and over there. And I'm giving and up. she's talking about slinging her, her sister, not her kid. Right. That, okay. But in front of her kids. This yeah. And she's fighting. She's fighting. Fighting with her sister. Okay. Right. And she's being aggressive. And then there's a, she's just being aggressive. And, you know, after a while you get tired of that particular person. So that person needs to figure out why this keeps happening. So I think Ayala, Ayala, she's going to break it down to her because she looks like she's pretty upset with her pretty too. So already you can see it in her face. Yeah. 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 It's silly that, sure. you you know, who are you going to intimidate? You're going to beat up. But I, I get, I'm telling you, I bet that's her normal. If we've met her mom or her aunt or whomever, grandmom or whoever raised her, she, she's witnessed this from a child up. Right. And now that's her, that's how she handles her business. Right. And that's what yeah. I'm saying is probably started where you're thinking. And then it gets to this point and it's intimidation. And because she is a fear of something's not going to happen for her. Mm-hmm. the way she wants it to be but you, you can't rule the world like that no <laughs> you, you can't can't influence your situation so let me finish it let me let it okay. roll a little more she said to me in a headlock our relationship will never be the same i said you're absolutely right let me mm. just say this to you miss nicole i don't do violence i don't do violence among women because i don't I do violence up, because yeah. i stood up yeah. that was violence mm-hmm. it, you're unsafe you are not a safe person I'm aggressive, period, and I know well, that. But it's not I working. It's not and working. And I know that. And if you're not willing to change, I can't help you. I can't. I can't keep engaging in this. You're going to let me help you learn how to listen. You're going to change your point of view, or I'm going to call your car. I can't do it. You are responsible for your triggers. You have to unplug them. You know what? I want to stop it right there. Because okay, what are her triggers? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. And we talk about that. You know, you and I talk about that. We talk sure, about sure. that. It's the same thing. Somebody runs a red light, or somebody cuts you off. You right. you quickly to resort to violence and your aggressive behavior. Um, in this particular case, it just happens to be a woman in her home where she's being abusive to people. And I'm sure she's probably the same way with her man. Right? I, I would assume. Yeah. Um, I, I, there could be a subtle competitiveness, meaning pending, you, you know, there's, there's clinical studies about the order of birth, meaning if she's the middle child and that other, her sister is the youngest and she's felt like mom has always preferred her. You'd be surprised. It, it could be a sibling rivalry. It could just be the fact that someone, um, is not going to beckon to her call or suggestion. You know what I mean? That makes her go over. Uh, maybe even beyond when it's family, because the one thing that I know is someone who is family, especially like a sibling, they ain't never really leaving you because you're always connected. So you're not worried as much about their departure as you would be someone whom you don't know. Yeah, I got you. You you know what? You just brought something up. My sister's like that. She's not mm-hmm. she's not real 
No, she don't really fight me anymore. She <laughs> is it because you're six three, man? Two or whatever? No, nah, she tried to act like you know. She tried to act with grace, you know, try to be a good Christian woman. So she don't really want to throw down, but okay, she used to. <laughs> okay, all right. But you know, my mom passed, and she's like, she acts like she's my mother. She's the matriarch now. Yeah, she's and um, I mean, she's the oldest, so she okay. comes at me kind of like that, mm-hmm. but. You know, over the years, I've known that she's toned it down, and I listen to her a little bit more. Sure. And she's like, well, you know, you got to do it this way, Al. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I have uh, – um, <laughs> no, I can relate. I can relate in this capacity. And and I, I'm going to say it in, in my take, and I hope it, it, it turns out or has turned out in your take, that I am much more affable would be the right word, where I – actually defer to my eldest sister or our eldest sister. I'm I'm one of three. And love you, Martha Dorsey. <laughs> um, <laughs> put that in there before you no, throw it. Let me box. just let me just clear the plate, man. Because okay. uh, you know, uh her home uh, turned into Big Mama's home, so to speak, uh right. once my mother passed. So I would say and my my our middle sister would agree that she is the matriarch. Uh, she has a lot of wisdom. She's an accountant by trade. But she also has the biggest heart, man. You're talking about she will roll up her sleeves, get in her car, drive 500 miles for her little brother and her little sister. We will forever be 12 to her. Now, mind you, she's in her, I don't know, late, almost late 60s now. Me being 58, she's at least 67, 68. Uh, But sweetheart of a woman, give you the loafer and slipper. off her foot and bake a cake okay gotcha. so sometimes you need that man it's it's okay that that's my uh confidant and my i mean my wife knows that that i will share a few things uh but she will always talk me off the ledge so that's a good thing yeah right? and, and and i i think it's great that we're talking about this because mm-hmm. you know hopefully we'll get women and men that are listening, they they can kind of understand or they can relate Absolutely. to what we're talking about because not all of it is malicious. Uh, we started out by talking about... Let me raise my right hand and say, I am not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Right. I, I I am a practical, most reasonable... You sure husband. you're not in the closet? Yeah. Okay, all right. You're, you're Careful. Careful. <laughs> Careful. Is this mic on? <laughs> no, right. I, no. I, I, I want to say that I think that what I would love to offer theatrically at some point is a role play similar to what uh, I, Aliana did in, in a two-minute. I would love to do a role play with a full audience, break them up men and women. Even if you came with your spouse, I'd have the women sit to one side, men sit to the other, and then have two mics so that folk could interact in a talk back as far as let's show you how this scenario works in a more aggressive way. And then let's show you how it works and with a little a lot more decorum, a lot more nurturing, and see what the response is from the men in the group. Let's see what the response is of the women, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I think we're we're about to bring this to a close shortly here, but. uh, No. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) This is a good one. All right. That's okay. This it's it's time. All right. But what I wanted to do was you wanted to propose uh, something 
for the people who are listening. I have a question. And, you know, usually we're talking to uh, you know a lot of women about various things, and because we know sure. we're men, so we're usually talking about women. But I'm gonna g- give you an opportunity to go ahead and okay. make your proposal here. All right. This question is for the men, the male audience, and women. If you're listening and you have a man, or even know what. <laughs> <laughs> Offer this question out to them and allow them, please, to answer it responsibly, uh, transparently, and without retort. Just allow them to say their piece. Here it is. All right. I had to give them a precursor. Okay. Does being a boss chick, baller, an independent, thinking, modern woman, inevitably, even when you're in a relationship, spell trouble for that man? I'll leave that alone. Let the men answer honestly. They can put one finger up in church and walk out into the lobby on this one. If they need to text us, I'll give them where they should text or how they should reach us with their comment. Because we can we can hold this one for maybe one of our other segments. Where could yep. they reach you, Al? Okay, they can reach us at uh, Listen Up For You. Listen Up For You, F O R. Y-O-U at gmail.com. Or you can reach us at Listen Up um, on Instagram. You can follow us there as well. Facebook, you can reach us at Listen Up For You as well on Facebook. You can follow our page and ask questions there. I think that might be it. Okay. Um, we don't have a direct number yet uh, where they can, they can text us, but message us. Uh, people message me all the time. I've had people message me from Africa, so we're good. Well, listen, <laughs> after this segment, they may have to message us from jail because the women may go in on us, but we can stand the heat. It's all right. Okay. It's all right. This concludes today's episode of Listen Up. That's Tom Cook, and I'm Al Neely. We want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Listen Up. If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to the Listen Up podcast on your platform of choice and get new episodes as they come available.